Today on Lily Relance with Keisha, we give a Thanksgiving recap. We also talked to someone who was there for the Kanye Joel Osteen collaboration. And guess who gets our bitch please of the week? This is the Lily Relance with Keisha. Happy Wednesday, everyone, and welcome to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. Uh, I hope you guys all had a fantastic Thanksgiving break. I know I did. I didn't have to cuss out any of producer James's relatives. So that is most definitely a plus in the books for me because I don't think there's been a holiday in the last five years that I haven't had to either cuss you out or cuss one of your relatives out. Well, as long as you keep that part about cussing me out, then you're right. <laughs> <laughs> that tends to happen pretty much every holiday season. Every day must be a holiday season. Cause you, you, you find a way for me to cuss you out. So before we get this show officially started, I wanted to give a shout out to our sponsor, Sassy Class Boutique. It is your one-stop shop for all your holiday shopping. Make sure to visit us at 3709 Fatter Drive in Dickinson, Texas, 77539. Or you can shop online with us by going to www.sassyclassboutique.com. Um, Producer James, do we have any show announcements? Uh, not this week. I don't think we do either. So, no. you know what time it is. It is time for The Gap. We know she has a really big mouth, which sounds kind of dirty. And that's probably true, too. Let's gossip The Gap with Keisha. All righty. So, you know, for me, every year when it's, you know, holiday season, it gives me, and I'm sure a lot of other people, anxiety because you have to, first of all, you got kids home with you for a whole week. And for some odd reason, kids think just because they're home for a whole week, that means your parents are rich all of a sudden because they can go place after place after place, spend money and money and money and all these kind of things. I'm like, oh, I'm still the same broke bitch that I was last Thanksgiving. Nothing has changed. Um, and you also have to spend a lot of time with your family, including your in-laws, which this year I did go with producer James to his parents. No, we went to your Aunt Nita's house. We had a very pleasant time. We sure did. Yes. It was fun. I don't think I cussed him out on the way to her house, not at her house. I didn't even cuss you out on the way home. I usually count like the day or two or three after the holiday also as in that could be cussed out time. And I wasn't. Was you good. were cussed out last night though. Well, last night, but that's like days. That was after, after the holiday. That was after yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah. It was pretty low-key. I find it that the older that I get, I honestly just enjoy the family time. Not so much the pomp and pageantry because um, I always decorate beyond for every holiday. And this year, I just didn't. I, I, well, for one thing, I'm old and tired. But it was nice to really be invested in, you know, Getting reconnected with your family. Of course, now that we're back in a, a new week, I can't stand any of those motherfuckers. But last week, you know, I, I, I was feeling a little bit sentimental. It also helps that we have a baby around us. My beautiful niece, Myla, she just is an instant mood booster, and she's cuter than all the other babies on the planet Earth. Anyway, anything you want to say about Thanksgiving, Producer James? Nope. It was we great. didn't kill him either. That is also, we need to mark that down 
No one killed nor almost killed producer James with turkey. That's right. No cross-contamination. No, no cross-contamination. Nope. No EpiPen. No risk. We did good because yep. you guys, I have to remind you, if you're uh, a new listener, producer James is al highly allergic to all poultry. For some odd reason, when we tell people that, they think it's like, I don't know, you break out in highs. No, this fool will flat out die. So, um, yeah. Which, yep. yeah. Full-blown anaphylactic. EpiPen, shooting kind of allergy. Got to go to the hospital, fuck up the whole Thanksgiving dinner kind of situation. Yep. Yes. So um, we, we did good all the way around for Thanksgiving. One of the big topics right now is Disney+. Plus. And I was kind of like, you know, what, what, what's the big deal? And you just think, when you think Disney, you think about all the cartoons. You don't think about all the movies. Movies like Avatar and the Avengers are all part of the Disney family. <clears throat> Last night, I was like, you know what, Producer James, I think I want Disney+. Plus." Man, oh, man. First of all, the first night, I spent about a good hour and a half making my watch list. And let me tell you, it was like taking a trip down memory lane. I felt like a kid again. They had movies like Pollyanna on there. They had the original and the remake of The Parent Trap. But most importantly, they had some of the Disney TV shows that are so near and dear to my heart, I can finally delete all 60 episodes of That's So Raven off of our DVR because you know why? I had it on Disney Plus right now. Last night I was actually in bed and I was watching um, an episode of Smart Guy. I don't know if you guys remember Smart Guy, but it was one of the ones that I was just, I had to watch it, it made me laugh. I was laughing so hard at an episode. I didn't even realize how much I was laughing. Producer James came in. He's just like, I had to see what you were laughing. I'm like, I'm watching Smart Guy. And it just, I don't know. All those shows are just like feel-good shows. They make me, they're lighthearted. They make me laugh. So this is, um, I, I most definitely think it's worth the investment to get Disney+. Plus. Yeah, for like $6.99 a month, it is totally worth it. Yeah. Not only that. You get all of the old, old, yes. old Disney stuff, too, like the documentaries, the mm -hmm. little shorts, the all the stuff that we watched growing up on the original Disney Channel. Right, right. It's worth the it's worth the six ninety nine for sure. Um, I, I didn't. I, I had to tell you the truth. At first, I was kind of confused when I was trying to find shows because you get so used to how Netflix operates, and I thought it would operate the same way. But I'll tell you what I did. I Google searched all of the shows that are on Disney Plus and they're in alphabetical order. So I just went down that list and started, you know, building up my queue. And um, I, I'm so excited. You know, what did I watch last night? Last night I watched um, Smart Guy and I watched, oh, Phil of the Future. And yes, I was on that cusp of, I'm young enough to still be watching this and bitch, you're too old to be watching this stuff. I'm right there on that fence. Um, so that was a good one. I mean, I watched the very first episode of Feel of the Future last night and giggled and laughed and, you know, fell asleep. It, it, it's a nice escape. It really is. And I can't wait to watch the rest of the things that are on my watch list. I even had Disney Plus, what do you call it, live streaming? Is that what it calls, streaming? It's all streaming. Yeah. When I'm able to get it on the, uh, the Office TV. Oh, you're casting. Casting. Yeah, I'm you cast. should be doing that casting shit. I cast it all day long today. It was just nice having That's a Raven playing in the background, and every now and then I'd giggle because I'd get to hear something crazy that they did. Anyway, 
one of the things that did happen, which ooh, this one, um, you know, if you follow me on Instagram or Facebook, um, yeah, and you're part of the conversation, you know that I posted about reality TV star uh, from the Real Housewives of Hotlanta, Candy Burris, who's also a singer, songwriter, millionaire, okay? She and her husband welcomed a new baby girl via surrogate, which if you're watching this season of The Real Housewives of Atlanta, it kind of follows that story. <laughs> but here's where things get funny. Man, people are so fucking petty. Your <laughs> followers and fans are petty as hell. Because I am. That's why they follow my page, you know. know. But every now and then we get some super sensitive ass motherfucker on the page. And we got to go over the rules. And the rules are, as long as you don't cuss me out, there are no rules. You cannot be sensitive if you're going to be on the Libra Launch, especially the Facebook page. Because the people that follow us on Facebook, they go hard. Like, for real. They're passionate about it. They're petty. And here's the thing. It's... It's a place where people can go and say the things that they just can't say in the real world, and they're they're not judged for it. But anyway, getting back to Candace, Candy, they the little girl is born, and um, Candace, Candace, why can I not say her name? I don't know. You're getting like half of it, canned. This I know. I keep wanting to call her Candace. I think it's because I'm looking right here and it says Candy Burris, so I'm looking at half of the candy and then the S. Anyway, Candy um had a visitor, her friend Shamia, who's also been featured on the Real Housewives of Atlanta, came to visit and see the new baby. Here's where things get fuzzy. All right, we know that the baby was born via surrogate, so Candy did not deliver the baby. However, Candy was. In the hospital bed, holding the baby, or maybe Shamia was holding the baby, but anywho, it was Todd, her husband, Candy, and Shamia, and the interwebs went in on Candy because she was sitting on the hospital bed with the pictures of the baby. And people were like, Candy, you really doing too much. Why are you in that bed? I mean, let me tell you, she's not in the bed in a hospital gown. She's not in the bed laying down. She's fucking sitting on it, you know. If my ass had been in, I'd be like, bitch, scoot over. I need to sit down, too. People are saying that she had no right to even be taking pictures in a hospital, let her know not in a hospital bed, because she didn't give birth. Number one, she can pose for a picture wherever the fuck she wants to. Number two, if you really think about it, the baby is technically still a patient in the hospital because it was the next day. So where was she supposed to go? Then they started talking about uh, Gabrielle Union when she and Dwayne Wade had their baby, their surrogate, and they were like, Gabrielle, but laid up all in the bed and everything. It's like, look, hospital beds can be comfortable sometimes. You know, um, if, I, if I'm at a hospital and... You know, if I feel like sitting on a hospital bed, that's what I'm going to do. But it was like, what, what was the big deal? And I'll say the majority of the people who got engaged with this conversation said it was perfectly fine. But then there was some people who were like, no, she needs to get the fuck up out of that bed. And I'm just like, are we that ultra critical that, for one, when I saw the picture, it never even dawned on me where Candace was sitting. I was just like, oh, okay, there's a picture of the baby, the baby girl who they named Blaze, which I guess that's the new name, because someone else just had twins, and one of the twins' names was uh, Blaze. I, I, I would have never, ever, ever, ever even thought about the fact that she was sitting in the damn bed. 
Um, but what what do you think, producer Jones? <laughs> I mean, to me, as long as she wasn't like trying to pass it off like she just gave birth, who gives That's a shit? She's very open about it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it wasn't like she was uh, half naked in the bed with her legs no, spread. No, not at all. With sweat on her brow. No. And it, I mean, she had her hair done, makeup done. Yeah. Looked like she may have had on some kind of warm-up pants and a tank top. She and, was comfortable. Yeah, and then, you know what? You're supposed to be practicing skin to skin with the baby as well, so that's probably why she had on the tank top. Yeah. And considering the fact that she didn't actually carry the baby, I would think that the skin-to-skin contact was even more important for her to have with the baby. Oh, yeah, because don't they uh, imprint kind of like velociraptors or... Uh... I like a what? <laughs> remember on Jurassic World where they imprint? The little no, but monsters? I can remember on Twilight Saga yeah, Twilight. how Jacob Black and, you know, all the wolves imprinted. Yeah. Carry on. Same thing. Yeah, it's very important for them to do that. Man, I tell you... Now, now don't get me wrong. Even though I didn't agree with all the people who were blasting Candace, here I go again. Candace, even though I did not agree with the people who were blasting candy, that shit was funny, though, because I surely sat there and kept scrolling and laughing at all the comments because it's comical. And, of course, someone would say, oh, you must agree. No, I don't agree, but I can, you know, this shit's funny. I still laugh at it. I could still laugh at it. The whole time, like, man, motherfuckers are petty, petty, petty. But it's funny. Candy, go ahead, take a picture with your baby girl. Any and everyone, because you know what? You're worth $35 million, and these bro bitches ain't worth welfare cards. Yep, she paid for that baby. She can exactly, do what she wants to. Exactly, exactly. You know, and a funny thing is, you know, uh, Kim and Kanye, which we're going to actually talk about them. We have a, a guest who's going to give us a little bit of scoop about Kim and Kanye. Um, when they had their last two were via, via surrogate, which they had their when they had their daughter Chicago, they actually said how much they paid the surrogate. How much do you think they paid her? Uh, fifty grand. Mm mm. Hundred grand. Mm mm. Am I high or low? Uh, you're too high. Oh, yeah. Twenty grand. Thirty thousand dollars. Okay, that's about that's about going right. But I would think with I just look at it like they're worth wait, so wait, much wait, money. Hey, they would okay. throw a little extra in there. Hang on. Are you saying that we should value the surrogate cost based on the baby they're carrying? Like Kanye and Kim's baby should cost more than like yours and mine in a surrogate? I just honestly <laughs> thought that it would have been a lot more. No, it's about about somewhere between 30 and 50 is what I usually hear. I guess I was just surprised, you know, like what you said that Kim and Kanye only paid $30,000, you know, for a surrogate. Of course, and again, the surrogate maybe could have negotiated some. You yeah, know. you need to get an attorney to help you out next <laughs> yeah. time if you do this again for any other celebrities because you really got short change, Home Slice. It was uh, funny as now that surrogate could probably treat it like it's a Hollywood club. Now, you know who's been in here before. That is so, true. That is true. I mean, that is something that you could probably put on your resume. <laughs> you could. I carry the children because I don't know if they use the same surrogate for both uh, Chicago and Psalm. No idea. But I with my uterus, carry Kim Kardashian's and Kanye West's child. This uterus Give me right the here. job. <laughs> this uterus right here has a waiting list. Exactly. You ain't on the list. Uh, something very funny that came up that, again, this is something that when it was posted, it was controversial, but I just thought it was so funny. Let me see. The movie Harriet, which, you know, documents the story of Harriet Tubman, came out, I want to say, in October, and it was released a couple of weeks ago that several, several, several years back, they talked about having this movie. 
And in the meeting with the studio executives, one of the studio execs actually said, guys, 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 I know who should, you, you guys are going to love this. You guys are going to love this. <laughs> <laughs> this is just, it's a blockbuster. I can see it already, guys. Julia Roberts. I think she should play the role of Harriet Tubman. Like, I don't know if perhaps, I, I, I don't know, because here's the thing. Let's say he were blind. Maybe he couldn't, he couldn't see what color Harriet Tubman was. But I, then he'd also have to be deaf. I think you could probably guess based off the name and he, the story. Uh, yeah, yes, and the Underground Railroad and the fact that she was a fucking slave. But let me flip it around. Mm -hmm. There have been a few different roles that have been historically white person mm -hmm. played by a black actor actress. And problem? No problem. No. Not when it is a true story. You can't, no, you're, no, you can't go by something that was made up or written. This was an actual person. Okay. That'd be like, oh, they're doing a film about James Owens, but Ving Rhames is going to play you. I can see that. That's stupid. <laughs> it makes absolutely no sense at all. No, I want that. Please. I mean, I, I see what you're saying. You, for example, I brought up the movie Pollyanna was played by Haley Mills, and then they remade it, and it was called Polly, and that's when Keisha Knight Pulliam played the role of Pollyanna. But it is a made-up story. It is not real. Why the fuck? What kind of shit was he smoking that day to make him think that Julia Roberts would be great to play the role of Harriet Tubman? Black people would have burned down the whole state of California. I would have actually liked to see that. I kind of would have, too. I would, because Julia Roberts is pretty versatile. She can play Julia Roberts like this or like Julia Roberts like that. But I don't She's know if Julia she could Roberts. play Julia Roberts like Harriet Tubman. I wish Harriet, I wish the Tubman movie would have been directed by Quentin Tarantino. That would, I probably would have seen it. Yeah. I've heard, I've, I've heard, you know, you know, I've read some reviews about the, the movie and they are pretty good, but I don't have I don't know anyone who's actually gone out to see. Personally, I think the story of Harriet Tubman could have been a made for TV movie as opposed to a blockbuster yeah i don't actually know how many like how much detail there is of all the times i mean we know she lived and know what she did but i don't i don't know how much there is written down of what she like the details of her her um, life life well right? it is documented unfortunately the things that they teach us during black history month at school didn't really go all too deep uh into her whole backstory. So I'm sure there's some things, if, you, if we watch the movie, that we're probably going to learn some things that we didn't know. So what if they did like a Harriet Tubman vampire hunter? That shit would have been good. <laughs> because been good. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter is one of great. the best motherfucking movies out there. Everyone should see it. Especially that one scene when they're on the railroad tracks and you got Abe. What was his, what was his friend? The little short black guy? I can't remember his name. He even named his son after the guy. And they're both using the axe trying to kill, like, the, the head vampire. That, that is a move, moving, historical piece of work right there. Okay? <laughs> Never mind the fact that this fucking has vampires in it. That shit was great. It was so good, you don't even think about, they got some goddamn motherfucking vampire. Hey, Lincoln, I want to... I'm sure there was a group of men smoking weed watching that movie, and they convinced themselves that 
this is really what Abraham Lincoln did. Say, damn, he this was a man, damn vampire hunter. Damn, this man freed the slaves and And, and, yes, exactly. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I just, to me, I know a lot of people were very upset about the fact that this studio exec wanted Julie Roberts to play Harriet Tubman, but I found it just to be comical. Because you can't even write that shit. Like, who, I would never sit down, let's just say I'm sitting down writing jokes. That is something that would never even cross my mind, not ever, ever once, no, no way, no how. I wouldn't. But um, It's like Hugh Jackman playing Martin Luther King in a biopic. Exactly. Like, he could probably oh, do it. Wait, but, but here, here, here was the justification from the studio exec who uh, proposed this idea. Cause, come on. That was so long ago. No one's going to even remember she was black. We can get away with Julia playing a role. Just, that part is what really made it bad. It's like, come it was on, so guys. long ago. There's no, we weren't even alive when that shit happened. No one's going to know the difference. Gonna, hey, this is Oscar worthy right here. Guys, come on, guys. 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 Yeah. Guys. <laughs> All right. When we get back, we are going to speak with someone who was actually there at Lakewood Church when Kanye West took the stage. We'll be right back. Sassy Class Boutique is the hot spot for your fashion, beauty, and home decor desires. We celebrate women of all shapes and sizes with our trendy collection of regular and plus-size clothing. Looking for the right accessories? We have upcycled Louis Vuitton handbags, vegan purses, and jewelry to add sass to your class. We also offer health and beauty products from salon-quality hair care to cruelty-free makeup. Our edgy home decor items will make you the envy of all of your neighbors. Sassy Class Boutique also offers custom items like shirts, hats, and other gifts for any occasion. All of our vendors are female-owned small businesses, and together we are Sassy Class Boutique. Located at 3709 Fatter Drive in Dickinson, Texas, 775399 I don't know what the hell I'm doing, West. Um, but he decided to collaborate with Joel Osteen, which y'all know I don't even like Joel Osteen because I just don't like his face. Like, it looks it looks like a Halloween mask that got put in a microwave and melted a little bit. That's Joel Osteen's face. I don't know if it's Botox or whatever the hell it is. But anywho, Kanye West, his whole gang came to Houston, which is where we are, and he basically took over Lakewood Church. So we have on the phone right now someone who was actually there, and she's a local celebrity in her own right. So, Jara, introduce yourself to the Libra Lounge audience. Hey, everybody. I'm Jara. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Okay. So first of all, how did you get tickets to go and see Kanye at Lakewood Church? Girl, I did not even want to go. Really? Okay. okay. <laughs> at all. So my thing is, girl, first of all, Kanye is a mess, as we know. Yes. But um, I've actually been to, you know, Lakewood doing regular search um, church service, and it's like the most cultish thing I've ever done in my life. It literally feels like I am walking into a cult. It's just not really my, girls. Absolutely. 
So okay. one of my um one of my girlfriends, she tells my friend on um Instagram, she tells him, you know, hey, whenever um whenever you go, scan um send me a picture of your ticket or whatever so I can scan my my way in. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's crazy. How did you get tickets? Mm-hmm. Well, he ended up getting like VIP tickets or whatever. So he's like, hey. I got, you know, an extra ticket or whatever. Do you want to go? Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, not really. I just had a baby. He was like, man, come on. You're going to love it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, fine. So when he gave me the extra ticket, I went. So I wore my club clothes because I'm like, this is a Kanye West concert. It just so happens to be <laughs> at the church. At church. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I'm like, you know, and seeing as how I already feel like, you know, his church gives me like cult vibes anyway. Uh-huh. I'm not wearing anything church appropriate right like okay. i was like I, i'm not gonna participate you know <laughs> in this foolery right so that's me so you said your friend had vip tickets so was there there was different level tickets what first of all um if you were a member you got like first dabs at tickets okay and then everybody else got tickets and then yeah they had like vip you know like a vip section and mm-hmm. everything and my thing is, so here's the thing. Everybody was talking about, you know, I shouldn't have worn what I wore because it was a um, church event. Mm-hmm. Here's my thing. I want you to name three things you take to church when you go. Name three. Name three things that are, like, mandatory for church. Money. What else? <laughs> what else? Uh, a Bible. Yes. Right? A Bible. Yes. Nobody took a Bible. He cut off the Wi-Fi. So nobody could even access the Bible app if they wanted to, and they still did an offering. I was like, if Jesus, I'm like, you know what? This would actually be like the perfect time for Jesus to come back. Like, (laughs) because all of us were just, you know, there participating in his foolishness. Okay, so Joel Osteen had Mm -hmm. it where no one could get on their Wi-Fi. He cut, well, um, he cut off the Wi-Fi. So wow. you know, yeah, if you so if you needed Wi-Fi access, you better go to a different church. Wow. Okay. So you're there. Do you guys get to go to the front of the line since you have VIP tickets? No. Oh my God. First of all, girl, I was in line for three hours. No, you lying. Uh-uh. No. Uh-uh. Three hours. Uh-uh. 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 No. Hours. No. Wait a minute. And I was like at the front of the line. Okay. Since you were in line for three hours, please tell me that they at least had, like, some tables lined up on the side, and they were selling chicken, potato salad, <laughs> drinks. <laughs> Y'all there was no bathroom. What? Around, girl, people found us around, was, like, dying. But I had my portable charger. Because uh-huh. I was like, I- I'm playing Candy Crush. I'm not going to sit here and, <laughs> you know, uh-uh. Mm-mm. So three hours in line, even though you had VIP access. Yeah. I mean, okay, so nobody was selling, you know, no Popeye's nothing. chicken sandwiches, nothing. They, they, they wasn't even selling gum. Wow. All righty yeah. then. Okay, so was and there. I, and I'm sitting up thinking, I get food stamps. I should have maximized, you know, that <laughs> No, you could have made you some extra cash because you could have went and bought a whole bunch of food and snacks yep. and stuff and sold it for the cash. Yep. Ne- so next the, time uh, you know. Around, like the police officers were seriously like tripping about people um, like moving in the line. So I see one of my girlfriends who meet me there or whatever. And I'm like, you know, hey, this is where I am. Mm-hmm. And so I get out of line so, you know, she can like, so I can like, you know, wave better, you know, so she can see me. Right. So this police police officer guy, he comes up to me and he was like, hey, you weren't up that close. I said, yes. Uh-uh. I said, no, I saw you walking from back here. 
I said, sir, I done took pictures and everything with these people right here in front of this sign. Mm -hmm. This is where I was. Please get out of my face. So was it a real police officer like HPD or was it yes. like really? Yes. They had real, real, real police officers. And so he really was about to at, try to act the fool because he is, thought that he saw you. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I guess he thought he was about to act the fool because I wasn't going to let him. I shut that down immediately. Sir, please move. Okay, now I have to ask this question. Okay, mm -hmm. was it a whole bunch of us in lines and by us? It was. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It was. That... It was. And what was crazy was that so on the inside his performance, mm -hmm. some people was like, "Ooh, I caught the spirit," and I'm like, "Whatever spirit y'all caught, I don't want it. You better keep it away from me because <laughs> it ain't no type of good spirit in here." And when I was explaining to people that you know it's a, everybody was like, "Oh my God, the choir was amazing." Mm -hmm. Well, this is Kanye West. I would literally expect nothing less than, you know, perfection from mm -hmm. Kanye West. Mm -hmm. So it's like he doesn't get any type of, you know, extra accreditation. Hold on one moment. Okay. Get out, baby. Cut the water off. He doesn't get anything, you know, extra for having a great performance. Like, there's right. no type of reward for that. So everybody was like, oh, it's church music. And I'm like, that's literally because Kanye West has now done, you know, a church song. This is where I'm confused because I have From been... Well, I've been watching this whole Kanye transformation, whatever you may want to call it, up until the time that he had disappearance at Lakewood, he's been doing this shit outside. Yeah. I wonder yeah. what made him decide to get with John. I don't know, do, it, do it inside? Do it. I mean, yeah. here's, here's the only thing I could think, right? He's like, cool, let's go to one of the, the biggest churches, you know. A mega church, yeah. Yeah, let's go to a mega church. Mm -hmm. Partner with Joel Osteen, who's known everywhere, whatever, and see what we can do. Because, again, don't forget, they did an offering. Like, they didn't, you know, they didn't do any scripture reading or anything like that. But wait, they definitely made it, sure they did an offering. That, wait, so it was no church church? It was no church church. No, Joel Osteen spoke for about seven minutes. He didn't pull out a Bible or nothing. Well, you know, he doesn't preach anyway. And he'll tell you he's not a preacher. He, he'll tell you, like, hey, I'm just an inspirational speaker. So he's so a, he a fucking motivational speaker? Yeah, so it's he what, got okay. up there. Yeah, Joel, you know, Joel Osteen got up there. Uh -huh. Did his whole motivational speaking thing. Talked about his dad and how he didn't know he was actually going to, you know, end up running the church. And that was it. Having a hip-hop artist at the church. I'm sure his daddy is rolling over. In his grave, right? I'm assuming his daddy's dead. Right. Um, that he, he had is, Kanye he West in this day. At his church. At his church. All right. So what you just told me blew my mind because I thought it was a whole church service. Nope. But it really was just a concert. Yep. It was a Kanye West concert. And here's the thing. They also sung, like, some of his secular music as well. I was like, oh, okay. What? Did they say yeah, Jesus, he, he Jesus sung, Walks? Jesus Walks. Okay, yep. I knew that. Walks, okay. The lyric says something about all the hustles and drug dealers and Jesus Walks with them, but I'm like, it also talks about the hoes and the murderers. Yeah, we're already in Houston. Let's not inspire nobody else to be a murderer or a prostitute. <laughs> uh, we don't have that. Well, we got it on lockdown here in Houston. We don't. We, we know what we're doing as far as that goes. Murders, hoes, drugs. We, we got it. We know it. Yeah, all right. we, we need something different. Oh man, okay. So Kanye is a how, how was his performance when he first came out? What did he say? Um, first of all, I didn't even know it was him because it took him forever to come out. Um, I heard he was late, yeah, he was late. So somebody else was somebody, um, some other guy came. Hold on one moment, mm -hmm. give me one second. Colton, I am on the phone. He said he's trying to get on the Libra too. He said, Stop hating, Jara. Have a seat. 
and be still. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, girl, you know, I got a five-year-old over here and a newborn. And a newborn, so yes. Right. So I need everybody to leave me alone at the moment. But, um, <laughs> and that's when they mess with you the most. Right. I'm, they know. They know mine in hours. <laughs> spoke to me. But all of a sudden, he, my undivided attention. He needs everything so. right now. Okay, so Kanye comes out for after he has, like, some people y'all don't even know. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, um, yeah, so, you know, I'm looking for him. I'm like, oh, where's Kanye? You know, where's Kanye? And they're like, oh, that's him. Oh, perfect. And, um, yeah, he just starts doing his music. Doesn't say, hey, everybody, I'm Kanye West. He did no Sorry introductions, no nothing. He just went straight into performing. Yep. Oh, again, it was a concert because that's what you would do at a concert. Yep. yep. Oh, oh, and then they remix Say My Name. They remixed, they remixed um, Weak in the Knees by SWV. So, um, wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Yes. When Joel Osteen started to speak or whatever after Kanye performed or whatever, when he got ready to speak, the beat to say my name was playing. No, you lying. Nope. <laughs> I mean, did they even change it to say, say my, say my name, that, say my no, name? It was, it was, no, it was Jesus still, was in it, it nothing. It, it was Jesus, but it was still say my name, say my name. When they no were, one is around you, what? the Lord, I love you, or something like that. And I was like, oh. Oh, okay. wow. Wow. Um, for one thing, I would be a little bit offended if I were Kanye West and, you know, Joe O.C.'s people start playing that song. Because I would be like, okay, so I'm here, but y'all still going to try to play Beyonce song? Really? Yeah. Well, 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 no. No, no. It was Kanye's thing. It was Kanye West's. That is, I can't believe they Kim let them do that. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually very, because, you know, every time Beyonce even breathes, Kim Kardashian releases a naked photo. Yeah. Because she has to try to one-up um, Beyonce. Did you did you see Kim? Um. Yeah, I saw her, like, on the screen. She didn't, like, get up or anything like that, but mm -hmm. Kanye West definitely let his children walk around the stage. And Did they have on those big-ass clothes that look like potato sacks? No, they just look like, you know, badass children that needed to sit the fuck down somewhere, but they were just, you know, they, they were literally just running, running around on stage, you know. You're lying! Was, you know, was, you know, reaching out to them, hugging on them, and yeah, well, you know, the choir members on stage, of course, you know, were reaching out to them and hugging on them and like, hi, and yeah, to the children. So, mm -hmm. it was like no kind of respect that we in the Lord's house. Nope. Y'all are still Kanye's kids, which means y'all can do whatever the fuck y'all want to do. Yep. Like Me any other and time. All my secular friends was all in the back talking about when they, because when they did SWV, yes. they, it still was, I don't know what. No! No! So when it came to everything else or whatever, we still sung all the regular parts. But I bet y'all did. Like, why, why yep. remix it? Okay. Yep. The, uh, okay. So this shit went way more left than I thought that yep. it was going but, to but go. But it's crazy because people are so closed-minded. A lot of people really saw it as a church event instead of a, a Kanye concert. And I'm like, what about this says church? Besides <clears throat> the fact that it's actually at a church, which is not even a church, which is a, a, a basketball arena, you know? Why is it, I mean, I've passed by Lakewood Church. I've never been on the inside. Is it really that big on the inside? If you go, yes, absolutely. If you don't, first of all, um, only the visitors can sit like on the bottom up front, like all the first time visitors. Okay. So, yeah, other than that, no, you're going to sit like, you know, back off somewhere, you know, whatever. 
Okay. Well, you know, when they were advertising it, it was like this big Joel Osteen, Kanye West collaboration. And I, you know, and, and clearly I was wrong. I thought, you know, Kanye's really trying to get into the business of God and who better to go to than Joel. I honestly thought they were still going to have a full church no. service. No. Okay. So to me, this is what it reminds me of. You know who Labusi is, right? Mm -hmm. You know, Labusi did a blues album. Um, it's the right, uh huh, right. Yeah, nobody even <laughs> cares, you know. But it, but it's literally the equivalent to um letting Lil Boosie uh -huh. perform on stage with other people who do blues. Lil Boosie's still a rapper. He's still, you know, that that ghetto, you know, right? Got a rapper, but he just so happens to have, you know, a blues album. So at that moment, he's like, you know, hey, treat me as, you know, as though I'm a a blues artist. Nah, motherfucker, you still the same little boots that you always have been, just like right. Kanye. Because to me, I know everyone's like, well, Kanye's, this is great that he's doing that. He, you know, is getting in I, touch I, with I the know Lord. What marketing, I know what marketing looks like when I actually uh, yeah. He's yes. He's a genius. He is a genius. He's a, he's a genius. Yeah. That's why he and does I, the retarded shit. I'm not for being a genius. I'm just not. Like, I'm, I can't even get mad. It's like, Kanye, I can't get mad at you for being a genius. I yeah. just can't. Well, I, I'll say this, and, and if a lot of people have disagreed with me. I'm like, this is just something new that Kanye's doing because the motherfucker have crazy. He falls underneath yep. the category of the mad genius. He doesn't know what the fuck to do with himself. So yep. it's like, you know what? Uh, I got all of this money. I got all of Kim's money. Why don't I just do this right here? And then motherfucking monkeys is monkey see monkey do. So now yep. everybody wants to jump on a bandwagon. This time next year, Kanye is not, I don't think, He's still going to be doing and this. Even when you think about it, like, so you weren't there. Mm -hmm. I was. Mm -hmm. He didn't really make any references to Jesus. So it's kind of like this. One of your guest pastors, um, so you go to a church, right? Uh -huh. And your pastor has, like, people come out, you know, and sing their song like a choir or whatever. Right. The person who's, you know, directing the, you know, song or whatever, somewhere in there they want to say. Something, something about like, the Lord. Yes. They, they, but they're going to, you know, while people are singing, they're going to be like, let's remember First Galatians. Chapter nine right. says this, this, and that. Right. He didn't say any of that. Did he say amen at least? No. No hallelujahs? Nope. No praise the Lord? Uh, no, probably the people. Oh, and then the people on stage was um doing the same exact dance. They, they was doing everything but twerking. They was really rocking. Oh, Lord <laughs> Jesus. Yep. Oh, yep. I, okay. Oh, okay. Yep. I know Jesus was up there shaking his head, be like, I can't believe this shit right yep, here. And, that, and that's why Jesus not coming back. That's why. He, Jesus <laughs> like, you know what? I was going back to earth, but I changed my mind. It's I a was. lost cause. It's a lost cause. It's, yeah, he ain't coming back. We just going to have to burn ourselves up and then wait for judgment day. So, you know, when we did our last show, and this was when Kanye was getting ready to come, I, I kind of said how I thought it was going to go. One, I said they're really going to beef up security. I, I thought for sure it'd be some people selling CDs out of their trunks. Oh, but you know what they was doing, though? People what? were selling their tickets um, online. So know, the, weren't, weren't the tickets free? They were free, but they sold out within <laughs> two minutes. I would have sold that shit, too. <laughs> yep, they literally sold out within the first two minutes. So um, one of the guys I was talking to, he said he paid 200 bucks for his ticket off eBay. Damn. Yep. 
Wow. And I was so tempted to go back to the back of the line and say $500 right now. <laughs> Y'all can have my ticket and my spot. What's you should have done that because right. it doesn't. So if you had to rate the whole experience, one being the lowest, 10 being I do it again over and over again, how would you rate it? Um, because it was a Kanye West concert. I'm not really the biggest Kanye West fan, mm -hmm. but if I were a Kanye West fan, and as far as it, I mean, as far as it relates to like the Kanye West performance and that part, mm -hmm. I give it a 10. Okay, okay. But as a church experience... But as a church experience, I'd give it a zero, because nothing about that came from the Lord. Unless wow. You imagine, and, and, unless you imagine when Jesus come back, his robe is going to be made out of, like, Coogee or something. <laughs> like, I just imagine they say the streets of heaven used to be made out of gold, but we sold it. That's the only thing... <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jara. So tell our audience where they can find you on social media and whatever you've got coming up next. Here's your okay, chance. Cool. Tell, it to, tell it all. Tell it all. Okay, hey everybody. I'm Jara. You guys can follow me at I'm Jara. That is the at little symbol. And then the letter I, the letter M, J, A, R, R, A. That's right. Two R's and an A. And um, oh my God, what do I have going on? Um, I'm getting my master's degree. Just had a baby, um, and I forgot. I don't know. I'm really busy right now. I'm like walking around the house trying to clean up and stuff. But she, but she, yeah. she's selling herself short. She sings. She acts. Yeah. Do you rap sometimes, Shara? Um, yeah, I, I do a lot. I model. You uh, for, do oh, photography. Teach. Yeah, photography, video editing. So I'm like, yeah, my hands are pretty full with everything right now. And so. a newborn baby. Yep, who is so cute. Have you seen him on my Facebook? He looks my... just like your oldest son. He I does. mean, they Post look him. like twins. Yep. Yep, I was that's just like everybody says. I had the same baby twice. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, it literally, I'm like, it looked like Colton had a baby. Yeah. <laughs> just like yep. from the lips and everything. I'm like, yeah, well, they you know, the are just alike. Is, you know, they say whoever you're like the most mad is that why you're, Colton, stop. And That's say whoever you're the most <laughs> mad is that why you're pregnant. The baby gonna come out and look like that. Uh huh. So boom, there we go. Colton, right. she was mad at Joe ass a lot, like every single right. day, twenty four seven, the whole yep. nine months. Okay, well, Jara, yep. I appreciate you so much giving us the lowdown on what happened at Lakewood Church, and feel free to call back anytime and be on the show. You'll have to come in studio uh -huh. next time. All right, thank you. I thank you. you me, okay. Okay. Alrighty. Bye bye. All righty, welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. Before we go, I want to remind you guys to make sure you're following us on Instagram, Facebook, that you subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes. You can go to the little purple podcast app. Give us a five-star review. We would love that. Also, you can find us on the TuneIn app and the Laughable app. And before producer James gives me the finger... Um, become a patron. Did I say it right this time? Yes. Become a patron. You get lots of extra perks, including you get 10% discounts at Sassy Class Boutique. And I want to give a shout out to Heidi Gordon, who is our newest patron. Hi, Heidi Gordon. Thank you so, 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 so much. All right. We don't have a bitch, please, for today, but I do want to spotlight a local business. Someone uh, brought this to my attention. I'm going to read exactly what the post said on Facebook. It says, to Dickinson and anyone in the surrounding area that fights against hate. 
I just heard something awesome about one of our local businesses, Geo's Flying Pizza and Pasta. Like most restaurants that offer delivery, Geo's has a do not deliver to list. There are a lot of reasons people get put on that list, but this one is amazing. On a delivery to a customer, an employee, an African-American male, delivered a purchase delivered a purchase to an address the people that received the delivery call called in a complaint their complaint was to tell geo's management to not let that black boy deliver our food anymore so geo's response was no problem we can accommodate that thank you for your business and we will no longer deliver to your address this is the kind of action that needs to be taken by businesses against racism and discrimination and it needs to be championed Please go by or call in and order and support these folks. They're doing the right stuff in our town. So, Geo's Pizza is right here in our hometown, me and producer James's hometown of Dickinson. Um, if you're in the area, you know, based on this alone, go and see them, but their food's fucking good. Their stuffed mushrooms are just something to write home about. And thank you, Geo's, for doing that because you know what? There's a lot of restaurant owners, especially when it is a privately owned restaurant they would feel like they needed to really, you know, do as the customer wanted them to do. But this is taking a stand, and I want to say thank you to Geo's. We will most definitely be eating at your restaurant this um, this weekend. They also have what is it, gelato? What is the Italian? What is the Italian ice cream stuff? Gelato. Gelato. They have gelato. They have good desserts. They have very good pizza. But the stuffed mushrooms are divine. And I'm very happy to report. That that delivery boy turned the TV back in that he stole. Oh my god! <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Um, and on that note, good night, everyone, and we will see you next week. It's the Lieber Lounge. The Lieber Lounge. Ooh.